Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of Binang Bacheka American and in this episode we'll be talking to a good friend of mine, Usama Aslan. Let's go. Welcome to Minang Bacheka American OMBA. My name is Ray and this will be the last episode for this year, 2022. Yes, I've been on hiatus but now I'm back and I have a very special guest, a very dear friend of mine as well. His name is Usama Aslan. Usama Aslan, welcome. Hey, thanks man. It's nice to be here. Uh, <laughs> Finally. Yeah, normally, uh, I'm on. Uh, Ray will be on my show. <laughs> instead yes. of and, me on his show sh- I've been begging yeah. him to put me on yes. for years uh, not years but I'm actually it could have been years <laughs> <laughs> my apologies on that but guys please check out the Malaysian Man Cave podcast it's really amazing I've learned a thing or two about the podcast in fact uh, you know this is the interesting thing someone uh, from Densu my, my colleague basically was trying to figure out what kind of TV she should get, right? So the first thing that came to mind was, like, okay, are you looking at 4K content or UHD? Or do you just want to stream more movies just <laughs> enough? So I kind of, I, I learned that from you. Right. And I, and I told her, like, you know what? If you just want to stream, then get a smart TV. And the bigger, it's fine. You don't need 4K UHD if that's not your, your core issue or your core uh, concern. And... <laughs> That's it, and oh, no. she, she, I think she took I, my advice. I, I've uh, infected you with <laughs> the, no, no, no. the disease, the bug. <laughs> no, but but it's good because I was I was like, oh my god, that knowledge came in hand, and I actually helped someone with this. And in fact, it helped in terms of choosing the TV that she wanted, which is a, a Samsung uh, smart TV, and it's going to be like around 48, 49 inches, because she lives alone and so on and so forth. And I told her like. Go for fifty. Go to sixty. Yeah. Doesn't matter, yeah, cool. you know. And uh, always go and for yes. size, you know. Like when it comes to TVs, you know, Correct. size matters. Correct. Don't you don't have to worry about the latest technology or whatever features, you know. Like uh, when because you don't have another TV beside your TV, so you know. Exactly. As far as picture quality is concerned, just get the biggest you can afford, and exactly. have a good time, you know. <laughs> yep. Yep, and and okay, I'm sorry to digress, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but again, uh, so just so everyone knows a bit more about Usama, Usama Aslan is the creative lead at Fi Life. That's right, and and he's he was also a creative director at MC Sachi or associate creative director. Is still a creative director to me, and he was also a creative lead at, at Grab. So Usama has been like in both worlds: the startup world and the agency world. So. Having you here basically is is like a like a goal goal mine for me, so we can kind of dig into your brain and just pick out the interesting yeah. things from these both worlds. Yeah, I, I'm you know? some kind of mine. I don't know about gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, but dude, it's it's really good that you're on my show, and I and I think it will be beneficial to the listeners as well, um, and to me, and to sure. me. I mean, definitely to me. Um, I'm yeah. go- I'm just 
gonna say this up front. Um, I'm okay. by no means an expert. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever you uh, uh, you get from me, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I have lots of opinions. Um, not all of them are uh, correct, but they are certainly true to me. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it might not uh, it might not be uh, have anything to do with reality. You know, but. I reject reality and substitute it with my own, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> thank th- thank you for your terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Uh, so, so listeners, you've heard that. Um, take it with a pinch of salt or a grain of salt or a hand of salt. Doesn't matter, but but yeah, yeah. hopefully ladles, be ladlefuls of salt. Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> cool. All right, now that we've got the introductions out of the way, I, I need to ask this first mm. from you. Um, I think the first time I I met you, we were at Leo Burnett KL. Yep. Um, yep. And and I think what impressed me the most back then was that when you mentioned to me that you came from an accounting background. Uh, yeah. To be uh, to be honest, I'm like I was quite like whoa, you're like one of those uh, probably those uh, geniuses who can just do everything, no, man. right? Uh, Advertising, yeah. they they just take anybody, man. <laughs> anybody <laughs> stupid enough. <laughs> you know, to do to like uh, work long hours for little pay, uh, you yeah. know, just come, <laughs> come, join the dark yeah, but side. If, <laughs> but if you think about it, right? Okay, mm. don't you think people who are not from the advertising background make the best creatives? Don't you think so? Um, they could. It depends on the creative person, right? Sometimes, uh, some people are too specialized. Right, they only know one thing. Where if you are a bit more um, knowledgeable about many different things, even if it's just a little bit, a little knowledge, you know, um, mm. I think it makes for a more interesting person or a more interesting point of view. Um, you know, that that whole saying of uh, uh, what's that saying? Master of none. Oh, jack of all trades, jack master of, all of none. Trades, master of none. <laughs> Um, yeah. I think it's n- it's not a bad thing, you know. Uh, I think the the there's two parts to that saying, right? Uh, a jack of all trades, master of none, but often mm. better than a master of one, mm. right? Mm. So it, it it's better if you know a lot of things about a lot of topics, than to just know mm. a lot about one topic. I, I guess <laughs> at least that's my opinion. Uh, if you're if you're an expert uh, in one thing, it's not a bad thing, but to hmm. just know one thing is like uh, oh. to, to just um, care about only one um, uh, subject or one uh, area of interest. I don't think that makes for a good creative. I think. Mm, okay. Um, also, I hated I hated <laughs> uh, accounting, and uh, I was uh, I would have I, I would have gone anywhere. Uh, would I would have joined any <laughs> anywhere that would have that would have me. You know so. There you go. <laughs> Advertising. No, no. <laughs> Good. No, that's 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 awesome. But I want to circle back to to the bit when you mentioned that. I mean, I want to circle back to a lot of things. Like you mentioned, what makes a good creative as well to be to be knowledgeable in a lot of things as well. Uh, hold that thought. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back to that part when you say that accounting to you was was not really your cup of tea, right? But what was the shift? The flip of you jumping into the creative side. Right. So I've 
I, I, my hobby is to read. I love reading fiction, okay? Uh, especially science fiction. I love reading fantasy novels. So, uh, uh, to me, that was the artistic side of me, right? Uh, but uh, in my family, um, the arts weren't really um, respected or looked up, looked up, looked highly upon, right? My dad wanted all his kids to be professionals, you know, um, engineers or accountants or uh, doctors, whatever, right? So, in fact, there's a running joke in our family when we see somebody doing something stupid or say something stupid on TV or out in the world, you know. My dad and most of us would make jokes like, uh, uh, must, must be somebody from the art stream. Right. No. Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> you know, we, so oh, it's God. not something we no but none of us um my siblings uh none of us um had any ambition of um being in the arts, right? Okay. Uh, we grew okay. up um gr- by uh, I mean, we grew up with our parents expecting us to end up being a professional, as I said. Mm. So, um, but I al- I've always read. I, I read a lot as a child. In fact, um, I, I watched a lot of TV. I watched, I, I loved watching movies. I read because m- the first novel I, I got, I, I got really into was um, the Thrawn trilogy, um, right? Uh, because I had just seen Star Wars and I just wanted more of Star Wars and I went to the bookstore and I saw the novels, right? So that hooked me into it. And then I discovered Tolkien and I discovered um, other writers. So I, I've always loved reading. And I, in fact, I, I got that. I got it from my parents. They they read a lot, you know. Uh, uh, so, But it never occurred to me that I would... I never really, like, uh, was even a possibility that, you know, hey, maybe I could grow up to become a writer or do something in the arts, right? I love watching movies, but it never, I never thought about making movies, right? Because we were all just, you know, um, grew, we grew up with, with my parents really pushing us to like, hey, do do well in maths, do well in the sciences, you know, so you could be, you could end up as an engineer or a scientist or whatever, real professionals, you know, people who are useful to society. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Of right. course, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. you. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, I didn't, but I didn't have the brains for it. I, I didn't do really do well in the sciences. I, I, I was okay in maths, but like the chemistry and physics and all that, I, I was interested in them, but I, I just couldn't hack it. Right? I didn't have the, mm. the intellect for it, or the, the attention span. <laughs> So I didn't really do that well. And, you know, if you can't become an engineer or a doctor or, or a scientist, you become an accountant. You know, you go into business, right? So mm-hmm. that's, where, uh, that's where I found myself. And I knew, like, within a few, after a few classes that I knew I didn't want to be there, right? Okay. But, you know, I mean, being a, a kid, you know, you didn't really know how to tell your parents this, you know, they, especially when, you know, my dad sent me overseas to study, you know, so there was a lot of pressure for me to like, uh, this is what I have to do now because, you know, my, my parents have sacrificed a lot to get me here. 
but I knew mm-hmm. really early that I didn't want to do this. So when I came back after my studies, I really didn't want to w- work in a in the corporate uh, sector. I just I was just really lost at the time. I didn't know what to do. Uh, I had tried starting my own business. You know, um, some did well for a while and then it didn't. You know, I tried stuff. And then I saw an ad for a writer, and um, I, for some reason, applied for that. <laughs> you know, okay. I didn't have any yeah. writing credential at all, and I didn't ha- I didn't write anything. I mean, I I did try to like, uh, write like game reviews because I was also into video games at the time. Mm. So I loved reading like sites like. Uh, Uh, IGN and stuff like that or reading even the Malaysian publication so I I did try to write my own reviews you know because I had opinions of course (laughs) 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 so uh, but I went for that uh, interview and it turned out it was an ad for a copywriter I said yeah I'd like to give it a try you know Uh, immediately after the interview they asked me to do a simple test to see whether I could write or not so I just wrote whatever And then uh, after the interview, I immediately went to the bookstore and bought a book on copywriting because I had no idea what it was. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. okay. And uh, I got the job because nobody else had answered the ad. And I was the only one that showed up, this schmuck, who, has, <laughs> who, like, who, thought, who thought he wanted to be a writer, <laughs> you know? And, uh, but, I mean, credit to them. Uh, it was a small Japanese-owned agency. And um, you know they gave me a chance. Um, the uh, the owner said, um, "I can I can work for them for a couple of months if they think uh, I can do the work. I can stay, right?" So I said, "Why? Okay." And um, even from from really early, I had this attitude of like, you know, I'm not gonna quit or anything. You know, I'm let let them fire me. You know. So that's always been my my <laughs> the way I approach things when it comes to work anyways you know let them fire me or let me fail right so uh with business you know you fail if it's your own business but when you work for somebody you said okay I'll give it a go uh let them fire me I'm not going to quit you know so <laughs> uh, I was there for a few years and then uh, um there was an opening at at Leo Burnett uh an art director Uh, at the at the small agency told me about it uh, because mm. he went for an interview as well he came back and says hey you know there's an opening for a writer and um, yeah I went for an interview I didn't get it and then uh, a few months later they called again and I uh, came back and had an interview with uh, Yu Leong and mm. to this day I don't know <laughs> what got into him <laughs> like why uh, well, I didn't even have like real work to show him I just had right. like some stuff some brochure that I did for uh, Hitachi and Yomeshu and like did I seriously no no real work to, to, to talk about you know like I just told him about myself and I'm and Actually, I I never really asked him like why did he hire me? You know, it's a it's a mystery, uh, it's a fate, I guess, and that's how I found my way uh, my way uh, uh, to Leo Burnett, um, and got to work with all the wonderful people at uh, at LB, and uh, uh, mostly uh, and of course you know, uh, 
uh, with the uh, great late Yasmin as well, like, you know. And that's where I met you, of course. <laughs> See, that's that's the thing, you know. It, it it always fascinates me when I hear that you you don't know anything about copywriting, but you just bought a book and then you learn from it, right? Yeah. And of course, uh, Alhamdulillah, you got the job. And then uh, fate, I would call it fate. No such thing as coincidence. I I say you know that that your friend said there was an opening at Leo Burnett, even though you didn't get it the first time around, but they called you back and then you met with the legendary Yu Leong. And to to me, for Yu Leong to hire someone, I think he's he sees something in that someone. It's like how he saw something in Ayam Ken Wong. Yeah. Uh, you know, big talent, you know, good great guy, but but basically, I think whoever Yu Leong hires, I think he saw some something in that. And uh, I'm, I will be eternally grateful to him. I mean, yeah. I, I, seriously, I mean, I have no idea why he did it. You know, I didn't yeah. have any good work to show him at all, and and all of I came from this small agency that just serves uh, the Japanese embassy and some smaller yeah. Japanese company. I mean, s- like smaller jobs for. Japanese companies Hitachi is not a small Japanese company but you know and um, I would be I, I'm forever grateful that he took me in you know that's uh, but exactly. that's the thing at LB uh, the the people there were like fantastic you know I had brilliant brilliant, brilliant people, people yeah. the most talented mm. people the most generous people I don't mind saying it like people like um, T- Liu Leong obviously um, Yasmin He's famous Yeah um, uh, Jovian um, yeah. Iska They were all there And um, uh, uh, Malik Oh Malik And um, uh, uh, All his of partner. them Hanifa uh, yeah. and All, all yeah. of them Were yeah. just So generous And I've never met A group of people Like that anywhere People who are just they ha- They're so Experienced And and um, so generous, you know, like uh, I could go to them and ask them things and show them work. Yeah. Never felt, you know, criticized or, you know, they would tell me whether it's good or not. But, you know, never they were never mean. And it, because like when you were when you're starting out and you're unsure of yourself, there are so many mm. you could have met people who could have broken you, you know. Because it, it, when you're first starting out, it's quite fragile, especially in the creative field. Because yeah. unlike, because I came from uh, accounting and finance, okay? Those are not creative. Uh, I mean, y- you better not be creative <laughs> with accounting, right? <laughs> Although there are some, I mean, you do have to be creative when it comes to business. But anyways, there's a set of rules. There's right and wrong way. There's a right and wrong way of doing things. And... Uh, your uh, worth is how well can you maneuver within this uh, uh, set of rules, right? The, the creativity comes from there. You still have to abide by the rules, but how well can you op- operate within these um, parameters? But when it comes to creativity, it's really very open and it's a reflection of yourself, right? An idea is a very mm. personal thing, you know? A, a, on the technical or on on the... Um, on the technical side or the scientific side, it's really about your your uh, aptitude, right? How well can you do things? But um, when it comes to creativity, it's 
it, it is a piece it is a part of yourself you know it is the what you're creating reflects your taste your experience your choices right so it, it's very easy to be to be to take offense when you're rejected in the creative field right mm. uh, at least that's mm. how i feel um mm. and they were magnificent people over there and uh, to this day i'm uh, sometimes i think and uh, you know um i'm f- i will be forever grateful to them they they really um gave me the confidence you know when i f- when i joined i was like let them fire me and um it never once occurred uh, ne- that thought never never um never arose again when i was at lb you know and because of that i think so solid a foundation and not to not to belittle the small agency's role as well for for them to accept me off the streets you know literally you know somebody just shows up and to give me that opportunity although you know they didn't have anybody <laughs> else applying but still you know you didn't you didn't ha- they didn't have to uh take me in so it's a lot of people who were generous and brave i mean like to just uh, give an opportunity to a young kid like that you know it's a uh, i i will forever be grateful to them it's a it's a it's an amazing thing when i think about it okay uh big ups to tan yuleong for hiring yeah, usama Yuleong, so man. that i so that i can be friends with him <laughs> and of course to all the people that we've known at leo burnett kl back then No ego, you guys yeah. were amazing. Just really wanted to help and nurture the young ones. And I think I I I agree with you that they really help nurture our foundation. You know, making sure that our foundation is strong. Right? Yeah. And and yeah, 100% with you all the way. But <laughs> having said that, uh I I do agree with you on certain points that uh, even the smaller agencies as well, they do play a role. They they do take chances and It's a it's a it's a start mm. as well. Um, I have no I have no bad or oh, any ill feelings about uh, small agencies. I think small big agencies. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're willing to give that opportunity to someone unknown to someone who are just uh, you know really starting out in the creative industry. Because like you said, we're still fragile back then, right? Yeah, I, I mean it's yeah. so easy yeah. to um, uh, what do you call that? Because uh, when you're first starting out, you trust the judgment of your uh, elders, right? The people who are older mm. than you, and mm. if they think you can do it, you believe that you can do it. Like Iska, uh, all credit to him, is now ECD at LB, right? Yeah. And credit to him, I every time I showed him something, I I looking back, I know they weren't the best things. They weren't the best work, right? Mm. but he he was so encouraging that you know i didn't mind going back you know like being uh, like rejection didn't feel like rejections you know um it felt like hey he's trying to try he's trying to make my ideas better right yes and he's yeah. giving me this opportunity to like come up with something better and he yeah. would share his own ideas and you know it was always i, I mean like he it was Again, you know, I, I and um, it was the um, the model that I try to to emulate, right? Even today, um, mm. and try and be as as uh, supportive as I can with the with the juniors or whatever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
I I mean I can't say this enough, you know. Like uh, I do feel a, a lot of gratitude and <laughs> I, uh, appreciate. I think, I think them, you, you know? said quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you said quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like amazing, right? Like uh, where, yeah. uh, where, what other um, industry uh, where you you ex you accept somebody uh, with no background in the field that you are in, and allow them to like work on real clients you know like i was doing work for mcdonald's i was doing work for petronas i was doing like all these huge companies that were paying you know millions of ringgit and you know the the you know, i don't know what hood spies but i suppose you know like the gut yeah. to like give yeah. people a chance you know yeah. um yeah so uh, what was the question again <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The, the 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 question the question was that uh, you know what was the question I was no. My question was that how uh, it's 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 not even a question. I think it's more of a statement how these people actually or you know whether you're in a big agency or a small agency, it all leads up leads up to yep. making sure that you you grow your creative side. Uh, you nurture your foundation. You strengthen your foundation. Yeah, it's it's and so important to have like a solid. Yeah foundation you know mm. uh, a solid mm. understanding of what it is that an, a creative agency does right yeah. the difference yeah. between being an artist and being a creative a, at, a, at yeah. an agency right there it's because yeah. there is a difference you're not there mm. to like uh, uh, what do you call it share with the world your talents or your artistic view you know mm. you're you're a tool right a business tool that Yep. Uh, that uh, uh, they they are and it's a very effective and powerful tool because it is a, a tool of influence you know uh mm. and um to realize uh what it is that we do and uh, to not uh confuse it with art you know like as in pure mm. art we're not picassos or you know <laughs> we're not uh uh you know um we're not like musicians or uh, uh, creative writers, you know, uh, we're, you know, we're we're we're, we're, we're different a different type of crea uh, of creatives. You know, we we might seem like uh, some people like to think of themselves as artists. I don't think we are, uh, but n it doesn't diminish us, and I don't think so, because it's a very yeah. very uh, specialized and very a very powerful um, tool. Uh, uh, I mean, we are a powerful tool that that's used for uh, advancement of um, commerce, you know. So, mm. but but see, it's interesting that you pointed out. That's the thing that I wanted to circle back to that question on what makes a great creative. Uh, you must be the the jack of all trades, master of none. But you know, you shouldn't be uh, focusing on one thing, right? <coughs> but here's the thing. Don't you feel that you gain more creativity? You enhance your creativity through, like you mentioned, the book, the the books that you read, was the creative itch, the creative uh, uh, instigator, if I might, if I might say, that you know kind of push you to that creative side, right? Don't you think movies, music, uh, plays, theater, these things are the things that fuel your creative, your creative uh, side? Yeah, they they are they are fuel, um, you know, <coughs> but. Um, they weren't created as fuel, if you get what I mean. You know, um, movies and books, uh, the great works of art, 
were created as a as a, an expression of the artist, right? They have in them a story or a picture or a painting or something beautiful, a, a, a tune that they want to express to the world, right? Hmm. Uh, it wasn't meant to be fuel for anything. It's it, if anything, it was meant to be uh, the highest expression of human existence, right? That's what art is, right? Hmm. Uh, sciences and commerce; those are uh, tools that we use to um, uh, what do you call that? Um, to live, right? To ensure our existence. But art is can be the reason to exist, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's a more um, what do you call that? It's a less uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's a less functional. Um. Uh, thing, right? Mm. You know, you don't need art to live, you know, but you need art to make living, you know, necessary or living bearable, you know, to mm. make to give meaning to life, right? So, uh, what we do, we feed off art, right? Mm. But um, I don't think what we create is art, you know. Uh, uh, they they fuel us, of course. You know, ev- right. uh, it. I mean, we use almost everything. It doesn't even have to be from the arts. It could be facts. We take we take facts, scientific facts. If it will, um, uh, what do you call that? Further our cause, fulfill our intent. You know, um, I, okay. Uh, if I was generous i'd say okay we are uh art but there's a reason for our art you know although i don't think we <laughs> i don't think we create art <laughs> you mm-hmm. know uh mm-hmm. but it's in it's art okay if i was being um generous it's art in service of you know commerce that's uh, essentially that's what we are right we're yeah. we're a creative uh, creative commerce yeah uh, but it's yeah. it's creativity in service of commerce you know we are mm. a subset of uh the commercial endeavor you know sure so that's why i think some people um have a hard time uh doing this work because they see themselves as artists right they want to express their uh view of the world they want to express their feelings um and they think um they can do it in advertising they can and uh, there are a lot of uh very successful people in advertising that do that and uh but uh i don't think it's the right place if you're if you're looking to be an artist real artist you know and you have an artistic soul <laughs> that you need to express i mm. don't think advertising is the place to be you know it's definitely clear the lines that fine artists and all, I mean, to be in commerce is definitely not their space. And I definitely agree with you that it's creativity in service of commerce. Yeah. But then you don't, you don't become creative by learning things within advertising, right? You need to steal or probably be inspired by things outside advertising. If not, how does one stay creative? Yeah, it's certainly that way for me. I mean, I didn't, ha- I don't have a creative background. I didn't go to art school. I don't know what they teach you in art school, right? You know, I don't know what they teach you in 
in design school or fashion school or film school or whatever I, you know uh so wh- when i was uh, uh, what i do is until uh, this till this day my day to day work i do steal i mean that's what i do i look at what i like out there whether it's uh, from a comic book whether it's a tv show whether it's a um, novel that i'm reading whether it's a game that i'm playing you know elements that i like i steal from that and i try to slip it into the work that i do most of the time it's unsuccessful you know most of the time it it devolves into some mundane inane stuff anyway but you know mm. you have to start somewhere so if you ask me what is the process i don't know what the correct process is but right. for me uh and i think maybe this comes from my background uh, from learning business yeah. uh and um uh i always start with the goal right like i you know you don't i don't think leonardo da vinci started with a goal when he painted mona lisa i think you know at least mm. i don't think so I, he didn't have like hmm i'm going to create this painting so that it can express the mysteries of the female smile i don't think he started that way <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you know but we start with like a goal i need to sell more of this or i need to uh uh get attention for this new thing or whatever right and then you say you ask yourself there's a series of steps and you, you and once you've ascertained the goal uh, you're clear with what you want to achieve then you say how do i do that in the most creative way and then you look around like uh is it a song that i i heard uh, recently or is, is can i do something from a scene that i saw in a movie or i i just read that amazing comic book is there something i can use from that you know uh to achieve my goal so uh i i think at least that's how i do it you know there's nothing for me to fall back on you know i didn't have i again you know i wasn't trained as a, as an artist you know I, i i'm sure there's a i don't know i mean like did you did, you went to um uh, advertising school right or marketing or whatever yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, so I did. like, uh, yeah. I, I, I uh, can't believe I've never asked this. Like, what what do they <laughs> teach you in in? Um, well, the advertising school, I mean, the ever the advertising school that I went to is is more on a, how to be a, a how to be a good copywriter, and I think for every copywriter, they need to know the problem first, and then figure out what's the strat and so on and so forth. Then you just you know you just express it creatively right yeah. but but in terms of uh, how i stay creative well uh believe it or not i listen to a lot of uh, music uh, music and i read a lot of uh, comics especially anime manga comics mm. right and i actually had an idea inspired uh, inspired from a manga comic that i like for a certain brand Uh, again not stealing but trying to combine two opposing th- things into something new basically uh it was a it was a the client liked it basically it's a japanese client they liked it because of that japanese flavor to it but it 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 was something that i would never have discovered if i was looking through award books right i i would have never discovered that approach uh, of of an anime could be something for this brand um and that's why 
I I have this uh, principle. I have this belief that if you really want to stay creative, mm. you just devour as much as you can things that are outside advertising, so that you don't end up doing the same thing as what others have done. So, yeah. I mean, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. like uh, when I first. That's that's the thing. Uh, if you were in um, uh, even accounting or engineering or whatever, right? You mm. want the best practice, right? If something Definitely. is successful, uh, if something is done and it's successful in any other field, uh, that's, uh, uh, or especially in the professional field or the sciences, um, huh? y- p- you, you want, you want, you're, you're, you're always looking for that. Right, and you want to implement that, you know. But but the creative field is a bit different because uh, of the uh, illusion that originality is is what everybody wants, right? Uh, uh, the mm. illusion of originality, I think, is very important. This <laughs> this mm. idea that if something's been done bef- uh, uh something has been done, uh, you shouldn't do it, you know. Uh, and uh, it, it was something that really stressed me out because I I don't really have a lot of or original ideas like uh, you know I and it stressed me out a lot when I first started because I thought I'd had to come up with every time original ideas right it has to be mm. original it has to be original you know oh something's been done before but you know if you like you can take any work that has won um whatever uh award uh and they're not really really original it's been done before you know it's very very rare that you see a like a, a clearly original idea right um so i don't know i mean in the beginning, I was very stressed out because you know, it's hard to come up with an original idea. It's hard, right? And uh, now I'm not so hung up about it, you know. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just because again, uh, my goal. I just have to realize what my goal is, right? My what my role is, you know. And my role is not for myself, but to ensure the success of my um, client. And if it's by you know doing something that has uh, uh, that has been proven or that has shown to be effective, you know I'm I'm not so hung up about it. Uh, maybe I've just grown lazy in my old age. Who knows? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I uh, no. I think the pursuit of original ideas is definitely a tough path to be on, and I don't think that it is. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's, it's not impossible. It's just hard. It's hard, uh, and it's and hard. really, yeah. I, I don't put too much value on originality anymore. More, I, I put more value in um, seeing some, uh, seeing a certain thing anew. I, I, I think that's more important to me than being original. Um, although, if you can be original, definitely, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna. Uh, discover uh, or it can, you'll be able to see something in a new light, right? That's I mean nobody's seen it that way before. It's original, Def- definitely can be new. But if yeah. you can't be original, I think, you know, um, try to 
portray your idea or portray whatever you're trying to uh, whatever information you're trying to portray in a new light right um yeah, yeah. i think that's i i don't know i mean like this is what i do now you know i might change my mind i might you know and um the 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 good thing about not having a background uh in in the cre- in create in the creative or the in the arts is you know you you fall back on what your training were and that my training was this is the best practice this is how you do it this is the best way to do things uh and you take that and you use it for your for your own needs you know um the one the one thing that i i try to do creatively or like artistically if you have to put it that way is mm-hmm. i try to make mm-hmm. sure at least um whatever thing i'm selling people will see it in a new light you know after <laughs> seeing whatever piece of communication that i come up with you know i don't know if yeah. i'm making sense you know no hey, yeah, I, I mean sense? i mean i mean i i get it i yeah. get it i mean if i had to if i had to not to summarize it i would say that i mean how do you stay creative is entirely up to you to be honest yeah all i'm saying uh, is i'm not too hung up about you know having to come up with an original idea and yeah and yeah and original i mean you don't i mean I, i don't think i was asking about original idea but but it's an interesting topic as yeah. well <laughs> uh i think ideas regardless whether you aim to go for original or you just come up with ideas that 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 sees in a different light yeah it's fine yeah it's fine i, I think uh, that's that's what i do i, I just want to show something in a new light you know yeah. if somebody sees an ad that i do and um they go oh wow i know maybe i should try that new drink or maybe i should try that new product because i've never thought about it that way okay that's mm. that's a success to me you know yeah yeah well, nicely put actually uh and and to add on top of that right i feel like uh, those listeners if you feel that the way you want to find ideas or how you want to be creative uh in has to be based on a specific way it doesn't have to it really doesn't have to yeah. because how you find inspiration how you be creative how you hone your craft uh it's different for everyone yeah. and i think that's the beauty about this business that there's no one right way there's many yeah. ways to do it yeah i um, mean like uh, yeah. this is how i do it you know do yeah. it your own way Exactly. Uh, exactly. But if you're stuck or whatever, and you want to try how I do it, you know, hey, you know, yeah. I haven't been fired yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think another point that you brought up was that uh, if you have no background from, have no, if you don't have any advertising background, that's fine. That's why you learn emulate from the masters, yeah. right? Yeah. And then along the way, you kind of develop your own way to approach things or to come up with ideas, whatever it may be. Yeah. I think I think maybe um y- you know what they say about uh uh stealing right like uh right. uh steal like an artist Austin Kleon Yeah yeah I, I mean it's <laughs> like there's a difference between copying and stealing right Oh yes yeah. huge huge So copying yes. is like somebody says does A and you do A right Yeah uh stealing is somebody does A and you add an s s at the end you know like I, whatever you know exactly. you know like yeah no 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 know? i get you i don't you. know why i, I spell you, yeah. s but you know 
whatever you know like yeah exactly the A is still there but it's yeah. it's different it's Something your different own about it. you know correct correct so yeah. uh don't copy uh yeah. but still with abandon yeah. i think you know exactly if you can do a and then you made it more much more interesting or made others see it in different light the a in a different light great you just elevate it and that's a, a good thing yeah if you can uh, elevate it yeah more power to you but uh, i mean I, exactly <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't have such uh, lofty goals <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's all good ah oh, okay Oh, that was a great discussion, to be honest, about creativity. In, in fact, I was going to ask you mm. that, um, that do you feel uh, creativity is stronger than ever uh, amongst the young ones, the young creatives that we have, the new batch of creatives? Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think... You can be honest. No, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> I think it's so hard for young people today because of social media, uh, because of the um, the deluge of content available, right? It's incredible to think about how much content there there are out there, and how accessible they are. Mm. You know, I don't know. Like when you look at Nike or like the big brands like Apple. I think the reason they are where they are today is because they started when, um, uh, when the flow of information, like the the content, came slower. You know, imagine mm. if if you were Nike today, and you want to go out with this uh, a brand with the proposition that you know everybody can be a, a an athlete. You just have to go out there and do it. Just do it, right? Mm. Mm. If it was if it was done today, that would have been a uh, a quarterly campaign, and that's it, right? Because things move so fast, right? Like they had years and years to like build this idea of uh, of of um, uh, of encouraging people to uh, get into sports. You know, they had years and years to cultivate and to um, grow uh, and to. Um, uh, 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 what do you call that? Um, uh, you know the ho- the the whole tagline about just doing it and all that, right? Mm. You know, mm. it took a lot of uh, a lot of time to build that. So yes. you know, like y- if you take any new uh, brand that's come up for the past few in the past few years, like uh, Liquid Death, for example, mm. right? Mm. Big uh, splash, a lot of marketing. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, like um, uh, a big flash in the pan, so to speak, right? Mm. But when you pare everything down, like what what does Liquid Death stand for? Oh, that's a good point, right? So I think, yeah. it, I, and I I I really feel like it's so hard these days uh, to really build a brand, you know, like. Uh, because everything moves so fast, everything is just, there's too much content out there. You know, you can't stick to one thing and, you know, stand out, right? Maybe mm. it's just me. Like, uh, I'm trying to build a brand right now, you know, mm. at, at Five Life. And uh, uh, I'm trying to come up with a proposition, right? 
But mm. when we launch, it's not going to be like a, a big proposition for the brand. It's going to be, we're going to launch with a direct, uh, 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 what do you call that? A uh, selling point, unique selling point, right? And I don't think that's how you build a brand, you know? Um, mm. y- I don't think a unique selling point is the way to go to build a brand, you know? Just do it mm. is unique to um, Nike, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It could be. I mean, if if some other brand had had done it, it would have been. It would have belonged to them. You know, that's why uh, 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 when uh, uh, clients say, you know, when you if you cover my my logo, it could be any of my competitors, mm. and, and I feel like that's the reason because everything is so fast, and you don't you don't have time to build. You know, every quarter is a different messaging. You yeah. Know? So, mm. who, I, I mean, it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing to do to build a brand, and I don't think a lot of clients even care about building brands anymore, you know, and that's where you need the most creativity is <laughs> in the process of building a brand, you know, mm. because otherwise they'll just be shouting about price or some new feature or like whatever <laughs> new <laughs> material that you're using, you know, so um, I think it's very hard because because of the amount of content out there you know last time if you do a good ad you know people people pay attention people talk about it people yeah. you know it, it really works right but now mm. you know uh you you can go you can go on tiktok and get you know limitless 30 second videos <laughs> like and they're mm. all talking about things um in an interesting and and um engaging way and you know how do you compete with that? You know, um, mm. I, I don't think there's less creativity. I think there's too much. There's too much out there. You know, people coming up with mm. songs, making crazy animation, doing 3D stuff, and and videos. You could buy a camera. Like I have, I have a camera that ten years ago I could shoot like a million dollar um, commercial on, right? Mm. It shoots in 4K, you know, it could go 120 frames per second. You know, it's it's crazy. Like the tools that you have at your disposal nowadays, you know, it's it if you if you want to see the democratization of um of uh, uh, artistic endeavor, like you're I mean we're we're here, you know, this is it. This is the age mm. of that, you know. Uh somebody mm. in Africa can make something that, you know, you know, can easily reach people in Japan. You know, like it's so crazy when you think about it. It's so accessible. There's so so much, so much, so much, so many things out there. So mm. if your job is to try and capture attention, wow, man! Like like it's a tough job to do nowadays. You know. Mm. I think the the bit about building a brand. I think there's like two camps. Some of them really want to build a brand but it has to be together not alone or maybe it just needs to start from the top and then there's another camp that entirely just focuses on engagement i just want engagement 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 you know and perhaps it will build a brand perhaps it yeah won't but but again these things are are really beyond our control but what's but what is clear what is clear is that the focus on building a brand is not so apparent as before hmm Mm, yeah. true. I still yeah. I still think it's important but because of 
the speed and because of the competition, right? Sometimes you have to decide if you're if you're a company. You know, like do you have to decide between your survival and your brand. Like I need to I need to make certain amount of money this quarter. I need to to sell a certain number of products this quarter. At the same time, you know, if I don't build my brand um and people don't love my brand, you know, something else will come up come out in a few years or a few months. Nowadays it's like it could be a few months, you know. Something else would come out or like the, the your competitor can like come up with something even better and you're dead. Right? So brand is important because you know, um if like if you have a good brand and it says something about uh about the brand and also about the people who buy products from that brand, you know. If you have that kind of um uh utility built into your into your uh, into your brand you know it transcends value right it transcends the price that you paid for that thing you know uh, if you wear a pair of nike's it's a good shoe it helps you you know run faster or whatever but it also says something about you right so you're less likely to like change to a different shoe uh if uh, something else comes out that's slightly better or slightly cheaper right but if all you do and 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 um companies aren't stupid they they they're not doing it because they don't know that brands are important they're doing it because i need that that um bottom line i need the sales you know to survive you know and you normally you you, you have to constantly decide like do i do I, do i go for survival this time or do i spend on brand building right and it's not even an exact science like <laughs> you think this would be the way to go to build the build the brand and you know you only get a few chances because uh, if you if you screw it up then you know then your your brand stands for nothing you know or, or like you can't be it can't stand for multiple things right so uh, it's a it's a tough it's a tough uh, place to be in right now uh, if you're in business and you need to build a brand you know I think the prolifer- pro- pro- proliferation, 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 proliferation. Yeah, it's a hard word to say. Yeah. Proliferation of the the work, like you mentioned, it's everywhere. But whether or not they contribute in terms of building brand, that's a fifty-fifty yeah. thing. I mean, it's um, not. It's not just. It's not just the work. It's the, it's the amount of content there out there. You know, like before, there uh, you do an, a cool ad. Like I remember the first time I saw the Mars ad, where they're like uh, a spaceship, right? The Mars logo is like a spaceship, and uh, like flying in the clouds, and planes were like landing on on top of it. It's like this huge Mars logo shape, the Wow shape uh, logo, flying in the air, right? And I remember seeing that ad, and was so mesmerized by it. You know, like it really like uh, uh, did wonders for Master's brand, I guess. You know, but nowadays, like you see that kind of thing, if, 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 if not not just ads, like almost everything, like it's so accessible. 
uh, like the technology to do such things are so accessible. It's crazy the amount of content that you have to compete with, you know. I think it's, I think that example you mentioned that build the brand is the quality of ideas. There's more quantity right now that doesn't really add value to what the brand is supposed mm. to be and whether the brand is built. So therefore, it lies, it lies. It's our responsibility to actually to constantly produce without the all the tech stuff at our hand right now. Without the you know without relying on the tools, the possessed, the huspah, if you may say. But it's the quality of idea, the quality of the creativity, that actually will make a difference in terms of building the brand. For example. Citibank's campaign "Live Richly" mm. encourages people to not just pursue wealth in life, but pursue the wealth that brings happiness in your life, which is family time and so on and so forth. You know, so so that's a quality idea that actually helped build a brand like Citibank. I don't know why they change it, or maybe BMW uh, Ultimate Driving Machine. It's uh, they were ideas that transcend. Uh, transcend objects. It was a statement, just like the Nikes, like just just like Nike and Adidas and so on and so forth. Right? Is the quality of idea, the quality of the creative work, that will determine the factor of building a brand. I mean, that's that's how I see it. Yeah. No, what I, I'm not yeah, disputing yeah. quality. Uh, what I'm yeah, saying is, yeah. nowadays you have access to so many ideas, right? And they're not even from brands. They're just, and people are building their own brands, you know, uh, online and you know on social media and all that. So uh, I think you 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 asked, uh, what are my thoughts on uh, the current generation or the new generation of creatives? Uh, my opinion is like they they have a hard time, a really hard time, um, and because the task is to be so so um, huge you know like like how do you compete right last time you c- you have a cop- captive audience on tv or on the newspaper right and um, you get 30 seconds to wow them in between breaks uh for their show right now like you just go on tiktok and there's so much content there's so many people build trying to build brands so many ideas that to compete with that, you know, it's a it's such a huge undertaking. It's it's so difficult nowadays, um, and you can you can om- you can see it right. Like uh, uh, you you like the everybody wants to be on TikTok because of the um, uh, eyeballs, right? Because of the audience, right? But this is a, a video uh, uh, source where everything is less than two minutes long it's already <laughs> it's already short form and catered to suit uh catered uh with through algorithms and stuff to perfectly suit your interests right so you imagine people like me who who's like trying to sell this uh new company like how, where do you find the space like wh- who do you, who can what can you say <laughs> that you know Will will take attention away from all these, uh, you know, like limitless almost, you know, like millions of hours of content being added to the 
on to to the web right every every day so um i i think if you're not you're not really really good that you ha- if you're not coming up with something really really good it's it's hard man <laughs> okay yeah all right so that's the 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 task that the young creators yeah, face yeah. nowadays which is a lot of I hope they can rise to it you know I hope they can rise yeah. to the I to the task you know and um because the competition isn't just other brands anymore right it's everybody so you know I guess you could look at it like hey this is an exciting period where you know we can we can really like push the envelope or this is like the death of us you know <laughs> like you know. But that's the thing, right? It's either it's how you see it. It's either it's the death of us or it's an ex- interesting time. Yeah, I mean the I, I'm not I'm not um, I'm not very hopeful. Um, I don't think the traditional uh, advertising um, one the the traditional advertising uh, agency um, is sustainable, and the traditional advertising methods. Um, I think I think uh, in the next few years you'll definitely see like even today the 30 second spot forget about it like who who's crazy enough to like invest in that anymore right so i don't know uh, you don't <laughs> agree with me the uh, terms and conditions uh these are our point of views yeah 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 of course so don't course. don't take it for heart all my listeners out there don't take it to no, heart but uh, you, so, could, yeah. you could you uh, could you could yeah. take it like uh, you could take it and um and say you know you're i'm wrong definitely i'm wrong and i'm going to show you and if that's your attitude i say more power to you i i welcome it i want to see it and you know i hope you manage to do it you know but um from where i'm sitting um i think uh, i think it's about this this version of advertising with the agency and the 30 second ads and the and the prints and the whatever i think I think we're in the we're in the um, tail end of it, you know. And please send your counterpoint to me at minangbecakapamerica@gmail.com yeah. yeah, so that so that you can actually prove us wrong. I would not, love to hear that. Not just to prove and, us wrong. Know. I I mean like yeah. it, I think it's a it's an interesting topic, right? Like uh I'd love to hear um uh what what your listeners think about this, you know. Um Definitely. But um and i don't think it's a bad thing you know i think it's not whatever it's a great discussion yeah what well, no but you know the the point is i don't want to be i don't want to sound like it's gloom and doom the point is whatever is going to replace this version of advertising this version of like right now the agency and the 30 second ads and the the clever headlines and all that you know whatever is going to replace it it's going to be very very exciting you know uh, i i can't wait to see it like what what the what that the evolution is you know cool awesome and on that note listeners please do email to me so i can what's share the, with you what's the what's the what's the email address it's at minangbercakaamerican@gmail.com you can check it out as well awesome. on the description um of my spotify and yeah can't wait to hear from you guys so on that note I think we are 
you know uh, a, a bit uh, exceeding the time so i just want to wrap things up cool, man. first i really <laughs> want to say thank you to usama for this very fruitful uh, interview discussion topic hey, don't worries, man. Uh, you know me man like uh, if you want if you want me to like uh, if you want to spend some time just to like shoot the breeze with me you know we could be we could be doing this for three hours like Joe Rogan, man. I mean, like I'm yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, man. I I know we can go on. Yeah, but yeah, but I think uh, I'm just. It's a problem. It's it a problem, up. really, because like exactly. even uh, on uh, when Ray's on my podcast, you know, we have to like implement strict rules about strict rule about uh, yeah. uh, ending it at at uh, 30, 30, 30 minutes. I wish I can show you guys I'm doing air quotes strict strict, strict <laughs> rules <laughs> because quotes, editing a one and a half hour <laughs> podcast is a bitch man <laughs> <laughs> yeah man tell me about it it's, but it's all good it's all good I, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy editing this to be honest uh, yeah right so so yeah sorry okay again Boy, thank now, you so much now I'm, now I'm, I'm worried <laughs> like what what the hell did I say like <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, you know what? Just to make you feel uh, assured, I'm gonna share the nah, files with you so you can it. hear the Don't worry shit. about it. <laughs> yeah. You know. So so yeah. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, but if there's anything off, don't worry. But out, just of, out of curiosity, it. how many people do you think will listen to this? To be honest, I mean, it could be 20 listeners. It could be 50 listeners. I don't know. I get like 580 listeners per day. So oh crap! Honest, Is it that much? <laughs> Uh, it's is that I mean to to be honest, Damn, it Ray. could be just like the first few minutes, then they dropped off. It could be half a right. half an hour then drop off. I don't really trust the data that they really share. So when I saw like five hundred eighty listeners, sure. Damn it! I should have right. opened with something more uh, <laughs> controversial. Then. No, no, I should have opened no, with I something more controversial so that you know, like like hook them in, right? I think what we got so far, I think they will they will be hooked on it, and especially the part where we where we praise Leo Burnett. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, and and uh, okay. Before we go, like, I just want to say it's not just Leo Burnett. Okay, I've been around. I've been at Leo Burnett. I've been at Publicis. I've been at um, uh, uh, Gray. I've been at MNC Sachi. I've been at Low and Partners. You know, I've been. You've been everywhere. I've been at Ogilvy, and most agencies. Most agencies are filled with the most wonderful people. So if you're out there and you don't like what you're doing right now, <laughs> be like Usama and just jump in feet first into advertising. You can you awesome. can curse you curse my name later, but you know. <laughs> awesome awesome right, lovely right. nice 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 uh, uh, you know a shout out to the other agencies as well oh, yeah, advertising and agency advertising people man yeah, they're like yeah. wonderful people <laughs> wonderful and awesome. wonderful <laughs> awesome awesome and on that note thank you so much Usama hey, for being welcome, on the podcast Ray. thank you for having me Ray yes you know I've been asking for years to be on this podcast I had to to create my own podcast <laughs> I, so that Ray I would save and invite Ray. <laughs> this is like this is the long game, okay? I save the best the, for the last. The long con to, to make sure I finally end up on the Malaysia uh, on the <laughs> Minam Checkup American. And guys, if you really want to check out Osama's podcast, please check out the Malaysian Man Cave podcast. You can find it on Spotify and other major streaming services yeah, for sure. Thanks, Ray. 
Cool. Thank you so much, Sama. Thanks for having and me, man. It's been fun. And we out. Thank you. Bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the latest episode of Minang Pachaka American. It's also the last episode that I'm wrapping things up. Look forward to more interesting podcasts next year from MBA. And of course, if you're planning to party this end of year, please party safely. And of course, make sure that you are always following the SOPs. In the meantime, take care. Peace out. Bye.